This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we reflect on eight years of Obama blackness in the White House, the Dakota Access Pipeline, and gentrification. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Hi, my name is, my name is, oh, we don't know it. I thought you was going to, I was going to do it. Oh, you didn't I was done with it. I don't, I, I couldn't carry it through. shady. You know, I went to TRL to see Eminem. Tell that story. Um, I only went to go with my friend because she was really into him. And I was like, okay, I'll go. Uh-huh. And we made signs. And my sign said Eminem melt in my mouth, not in my hand. <coughs> oh my God. Yeah, we was we didn't make it upstairs because we got there late. Right. But they did put us on TV because of our signs being so X-rated. And my mom was like, because she seen it on the replay. Oh I was my like, god! Um, what, what was that sound about? I was like, it was a joke. I caught Eminem, and it was funny. We were trying to get on TV. Uh. So, yeah. All right. Well, hi guys. Welcome to <laughs> Tea with Queen and Jay. Uh, we're two womanist race nerds talking, talking shit, shit over, over tea. tea. I am Queen. I'm Jay. The brown top heavy one. And you are Jay. No, I don't like what you're tall. doing. This is not Thank how we you. do our intro. Look, one time we met someone in person who only hears this one here, and it was like, I don't know which one you are. I don't like. The I don't intro know who's like who. That. I don't like who's who. <laughs> I, don't um, know, I don't know who's who. You fucked up the intro. <laughs> I don't like it like that. <laughs> uh, I'm Queen. Thank you. I'm Jay, and, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Three minutes later. Whatever. I had to say my Eminem story. Okay. No, that was important. Okay. That was important. That was like historical like stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was I good. I got my iPad over there with all the notes on it. All right. Your iPad. <laughs> I got it. Are you ready? Yes. No? Are you ready? I'm here to work. So, what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking chamomile. What the fuck are you drinking? I'm drinking chamomile. Good shit. It's chamomile day. All right. Henny's in the background tap dancing. As, as always. Usual, being a little puppy nuisance, but that's yes. cool. Slept all through the prep, as always. Naturally. Wakes up when we start to record. Of course. Of course. Yes. If you guys want to follow along in the conversation um, for this podcast episode, you can hashtag tea with QJ. Um, you can also add us if you need to, at tea with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. But we love the hashtag. Yes. And we've explained why. why We love the hashtag. Um, We love seeing what you guys have to say about the show. Like, y'all are really good listeners. Definitely. 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 And we love being able to look back and follow along, like, from past episodes with the hashtag or whatever. So definitely use the hashtag if you can. Um, What's up with you? Use the hashtag. Use the fucking hashtag. Use it. (laughs) What's up with you? Um, Nothing. Mm -hmm. You know... Um, when this episode airs, we'll be voting. I yeah, do. I yeah. will say that I do have a little bit of election anxiety, or I don't know what the fuck this is. Okay. I don't know what's gonna happen. Who knows? What's mm-hmm. Happen. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident that Hillary is gonna win. That's still cause for anxiety, I guess. Um. But uh, I'm just glad it's gonna be over. Girl. I'm glad it's gonna be over soon. Girl. I need this to end. I'm over it. I need it to end. I feel this is the most this is the most exhausted I've ever felt during an election. I'm over it. It's so, like affecting me. It is. It, I didn't. It's, sorry. I don't know. I'm cut no, you no. Off. Go ahead. I didn't think it was affecting me. 
because that's just how I deal with life, honestly. Mm-hmm. When something is annoying, I just sweep it under a rug. Right. And I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What's that? Mm-hmm. But someone fucking tagged me in a Trump pro-Trump post today Ooh. on my Facebook. Ooh. And that's when I just broke. When I was just like, this shit is fucking annoying. Yeah. This is just like, let's get this shit over it. Yeah. Like, it's like a fucking... Maybe I shouldn't say that because I never had a kidney stone. But oh, I need this shit to fucking pass. Right. Like... Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, go. Mm-hmm. Like, it's painful while the process is happening. Doing this out, when you see the kidney stone in the toilet, it's still this horrible event that has right. happened to you. But, like, it's, it's out. Yeah. It's how yeah, I feel yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's annoying. Yeah. No, I want it to be over so that we can focus on, like, fucking, like, next steps. So, like, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, like... I need to figure out my life plan after... Right. Right. Today. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've been fucking with us, and um, that's enough. We've taken enough abuse. So, I definitely have taken yeah, enough Yeah, so that'd be good. So, uh, cheers to everybody who has voted already, or who everyone who has chosen not to vote, or to everyone who has um, thrown a fucking, uh, wrote somebody's name in on the ballot. Whatever the fuck you guys decided to do, cheers to the freaking weekend. Yeah. Okay, whenever you're listening to this and we fucking survived wherever that shit was. Hopefully, unless the violent revolution begins before you get to listen to this podcast and you're listening to this while you're on your way to the bunker that you and your homies built or the last standing project building, wherever the fuck you are, yo, in fucking post-apocalyptic whatever borough you're in or city or town, yo. This is, yeah, this has been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Good things. I didn't realize I was being so abused. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've been avoiding it and staying away. And oh, I, yeah. When I see the word Trump, I walk away. When I see the, the We word haven't even... Hillary, I which I think away. is important. We, I don't think we really talked about... Did an episode where we talked about Trump. Because he's... We like, haven't really what? talked about the election. Like, we, we haven't. Might, we talked about Hillary, I we, think, Yeah, a but bit we haven't talked about times. the election. Right, right, right. We spoke right, about right. Hillary. We spoke about maybe, like... Um, that inner city shit that they were playing right. with, but to sit down and actually analyze this election and talk about it, it's felt we haven't done that unnecessary shit. and it redundant felt, to it, me. And I um, would much rather commentate on love and hip hop or something like that, which we also don't do. Exactly. So, so right. if I was going to do that, then it would be on love I hear and hip hop. I hear you. It would be I something that I actually enjoy mm-hmm. on my leisure. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so that shit will be over, which is exciting. But what we do have in the way of politics are the last few months of Obama's presidency. I feel like singing a voice to men song. Let's not wait to. Yeah, that one too. Wait, what's this one? I was going to say, let's not wait to the water one dry. Oh my goodness. Like, it's like, all their love songs is about somebody leaving them. And that's how I feel. Right. It's rough. It's rough. I've been I've been on it a personal so Facebook mission to celebrate and repost yeah, every noticing. video that he's I, it just feels I good. He is he's the best president that this white supremacist patriarchal capitalist nation has had. Yeah. He's the best. He's the best of them all. I feel like that I'm, is a good and bad thing, but he's the best. Yeah, like I feel like I had to I was on the subway thinking about Barack, because we're friends, so I can of course. Barack. 
And <laughs> I was thinking about how this past year I've been coming a little indifferent with him. And I won't say him because um, we are friends, so I like him. Mm-hmm, right. But like with some of what he's been doing at work, mm-hmm. and I had to think to myself, he's at work, mm-hmm. and all of us ain't at work um, trying to topple systems right, and right. erase oppression yeah. and change the world and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. And even within my friendships with people, they don't live exactly as I want them to live either. Right. They don't right, right. go about life exactly in the way that satisfies me 100% yeah. either. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Like those indifferent feelings kind of like went away mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, what he has represented and what he has consciously or subconsciously has been is fucking dope. Like, mm-hmm. here's this person who, a lot of his life, because he's mixed race, mm-hmm. mom is white, a lot of his life was very um, in white spaces, mm-hmm. but he's still very black. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have went through a phase where he maybe felt he was especially black. I don't right. know. You know, right. all of this stuff. Right. But it hasn't turned up in his presidency mm-hmm. and I appreciate that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That's fucking dope. That's a good point, that. yo, because it's regular mother, everyday fucking motherfuckers that I see and hang out with, well, not me personally, but that we end up in the same yeah. space who have this fucking special mentality because of either they've uh, achieved a certain level of education, Station. they have a certain job, they live in a certain area, they make a certain amount of money, money. they have a certain amount, number of stamps on their passport, they got a picture on a motherfucking camel, whatever the All fuck it stuff. is, he, and they conduct the, themselves in the a way, way that says, I'm a different type of black person, yes. I'm a special type of... And that's not to say that you know, all the things that I listed, you can have those things and be black and be whatever the fuck yeah. you want to be. But there's a certain way um, that certain people carry themselves that says, I think that these things validate me and that these things make me more, more. than yes. other black folks yep. because to be black is not enough. Yes. And blackness is not. And he's never um, present. Now, there are times we know that every now and then he gets into his respectability bullshit. Yeah. But he doesn't carry himself to me in a way that says, I am a different kind of black person. Yeah. I am an exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, it like, makes me think about how this could have been any other type, any other black person who hasn't come to terms with being black. Mm-hmm. Especially because he is someone who was raised by a white woman. Right. Who... A lot of his life was in white spaces, mm. but he somehow, by the time he got to me, right. by the time we met, right. like he came to terms with who he was, mm-hmm. who he is, mm-hmm. period. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I'm glad that I didn't have like some confused ass yeah. black motherfucker president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, read his book? Um, no, I didn't read his book. I read the, well, he had two, but I read the first one and I felt very... Um, I felt very connected to him and connected to his experience, even though his experiences were so different from mine, even though he grew up like with the white family to a large extent. And like, I don't know. It's just something about all how all the different experiences that he had came together 
to make him who he is. And, yeah. and it just kind of, um, it kind of, like when I hear the few people who still say, the people who say, oh, well, he's not full black or he's not this, that, or whatever. And th- that kind of what we've talked about on the show a lot of people's limited understanding of like blackness yeah. and what black stories can look like or whatever. But in his first book, I felt like, wow, this is the story of a dynamic black man and mm-hmm. like all the different things that that can be and how just by him walking the earth brown and yeah. spending so much time in America brown yeah. how that has shaped his identity in a similar way that has shaped my identity as a black person and you can't you can't like make that shit up you can't make yeah. that shit up you can't buy that shit no. that's just like what it is he grew up in what we would call a white household yeah. and yet our experience is so much closer than me and my white coworker who are both from New York. Exactly. You know what I'm like, saying? And I, it's this, this, I thought about his life. I didn't read his book, but I thought about mm-hmm. his life. I'm like, he chose this black woman to be his wife who's mm-hmm. darker than him. Like, mm-hmm. he could have easily, like, just married some white woman. Right. He could have easily just married some ambiguously black woman. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no. I don't, I'm sure he didn't just, I'm sure he wasn't like, I want her because she's black. Right, you know? right, right, right. But it's like dope that he has this black wife who's darker than him. Which means that he clearly sees, um, he has, he clearly has not bought into yes. white supremacist standards of beauty. beauty. Yes. And also hasn't fallen into lightning the race, those those things okay, or right, um, because right. he is half white. Um, no, I'm not going to say that because I've never lived as a mixed per- a okay. mixed race person. So, I've, so yeah, I'm not going to say that, okay. but he has his black wife. So now he has these black children, mm-hmm. clearly black, you know, mm-hmm. children like, mm-hmm. like down to his black dogs. Like, I don't feel like anything is, is like by accident. Right. It's just like, I'm black. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. It's I don't know I just really really appreciate it. Yeah, because he could have me that he could have done so many routes he could have right taken, he could have done black president in so many different ways. ways. And, and it was like, yeah, the way that he did this shit, aside from some of the political shit that he could have yeah. did, but just like we're talking about more so like his image activism, like yes, the image activism yes. of him and his how he his campaign music. He didn't have to choose that shit. I'm right. sure he knows lots of songs. Mm-hmm. That come out of the mouths of people of many different colors. Right. But he consciously chose that mm-hmm. stuff. He consciously chose... I, I know he did, because mm-hmm. we're friends. He mm-hmm. consciously chose to do a fist bump. He consciously... Like, right. all of these things that are tied to blackness, mm-hmm. and blackness is always tied to other, right. he made sure, in my presidency, you're going to see this. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to see me and my wife fist bump. You're going to see this stuff. All of this stuff. Dude, that- when I heard Michelle Obama in a recent speech talk about uh, fellow politicians popping off, and I heard President Obama what say that he been said folks want to pop, pop off. off. That shit is so black, yo. Yeah, that means like, both of y'all have said that in casual, like, this is a speech yes, that I'm giving. This is a yes. part of my language. This is some shit that we say in yes. our home. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm like, this is this is really just it's, fucking too yes, much. Yes, this, this, the route that this black president 
took like mm-hmm. the role it could have been so many different things yeah. because we all like we say on the show all the time blackness looks so many different mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. but the blackness that i saw was something i connected to so much mm-hmm. and i understood mm-hmm. even though his background may have been like you said visually mm-hmm. something different right. from mine like right, right. that shit is dope mm-hmm. and i appreciate that mm-hmm. like that takes a lot of work mm-hmm. for him right period right. mentally right, right. to like mm-hmm. still be so um, connected to blackness when you weren't, um, your proximity to it wasn't right, right, there. In, in your earlier formative yeah, years, yeah, in your early right. formative years, because he spent a lot of time in Chicago and different, yeah, places. Yeah, more like his show, upbringing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he and like, yes, he went as Barry before, or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, he, I just don't get those special black vibes from him, and I'm just mm-hmm. like grateful that mm-hmm. he doesn't. Right, and it's a lot of it's a lot of black folks. I went to college with black folks who had. Um, continental African names, or you know, who had yeah, a, lots of they people, went through yeah. went through high school and they were like Susan or some shit mm-hmm. that was not attached to their name at all, or something that they made up or whatever. Um, that was more European or more palatable or whatever. That shit is mad normal. So yeah, it is. Normal. My brother yeah. actually, because his first name is like real Islamic. His middle mm-hmm. name is two, but it's just two syllables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he would tell people that was right, his name for right. a while, like. Just the new hoes. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> so, like, I get that. Yeah. You know, whatever. I get that. My name has just always been something to me that's been palatable. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to have, like, my brother's his, his name is, like, four syllables. Yeah. Have to explain that over and over. Mm-hmm. You know what? Here. Just take that. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah. I'm not, like, saying anything about that. Mm-hmm. But he does not give me those special black vibes and right. I'm just really, really appreciative right, right, of right. that whole fucking experience. Because mm-hmm. it could have went so many different yeah. ways and it didn't. Yeah. So for that, I'm just like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Good job. So this world fucks with us mm-hmm. so fucking much. Mm-hmm. This world fucks with us so much. And to see someone on the other side of it still living their life because mm-hmm. you know, he still has more life to live into for eight years that's you know how long that is yeah. to do this in the public eye every single day oh my god i'm gonna miss him it's amazing yo it's it's amazing Damn, that whole fucking family yeah yo got grandma in the house watching the kids oh man the whole family that was Michelle a blessing. doing her dances, her choreographed dances. Wearing yellow, just showing up Yo, in bright-ass colors. Fashionable as fuck. Oh, my God. But effortlessly fashionable. Like That shit will never happen again, I tell you that. Not in our uh, lifetime. Huh. Not in our lifetime. Wow. She ain't wearing no whack pantsuits, that's for sure. She's that's not. all I'm going to say. That was harsh and unnecessary. She ain't with, I'm just saying. Right, right. But she first ladies, they don't really have, they don't really rock the pantsuit all like I'm that. I'm talking about someone. Oh, I know. <laughs> do yo? You think we could get? I I kind of don't want her to do it to herself. Like I just want them to have a happy rest of their life. But what do you think about the possibility of a um, Michelle Obama presidency? I'm for it. Mm-hmm. And then. One of the daughters can do it after. <laughs> and then the other daughter. Mm-hmm. I even vote for that dog. I don't give a You're fuck. Right. <laughs> like, one of the, and there's two of them. Yes. We like, can ride this out. Like, yeah. We can keep this going. Yeah. Like, I'll vote for their grandkids. Mm-hmm. Let's create a black 
political dynasty. Yeah. We have so many of the like, we mm-hmm. we can have one of those. Yeah, we could do that. We can make a black political dynasty. We could do that. An yo. Obama dynasty. I'm mm-hmm. down for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have the Kennedys. That would we'll be have cool. the Obamas. Well, pinkies up to them, yo. Yes, pinkies up. Pinkies Libations. up to the first family. Oh, Libations yeah. to the first family. Oh. And, um, wow. Wow. This is sad. It's sad. We still, we still, we got them we got until more. January 20th. Yes, exactly. January so, 19th. Mm-hmm. I will be crying somewhere, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Have a cry party. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> okay. You're right. So. Put myself right. together. Yeah, put, put yourself together. together. Um, I had another small pinky. So I know mm-hmm. we we already talked about insecure. We already talked about Atlanta. We know that we love those things or whatever. Have you looked at the show descriptions, the the show titles for Insecure? Yeah, they all fuck whatever. Fuck yeah, I didn't notice that. that. It's adorable. It's that. insecure as fuck, messy yeah, as fuck. Fun. This is fuck. I like that. Have you looked at the show descriptions for Atlanta? No. The show descriptions for Atlanta are like, they're like fucking, like tweets. Like one of them was like, "Yo, last night was crazy. I fucking lost my jacket. Da da da. da. It was lit. Like they're all like exaggerated." The description or the titles? The the description, like okay. the full body like mm-hmm. description, is just yeah, like I never read if those. yeah, it's just if motherfucker. But they're like they're like right there if you watch the show on the FX Now website or whatever. Like I have never clicked on it, but it's just like fucking sitting right there, whatever. But anyway, so pinkies up to that shit. It warmed my heart. I had another pinky. Although I'm mad at Issa, I'm not going to say why because I'm not going to do spoilers. Mm-hmm. I am appreciative of seeing black man booty on my television screen. I didn't realize I was not clap, seeing black clap, man booty clap, on my clap. television screen. It hasn't been enough, yo. It has, it has not, been, not enough. been enough. Because that was like a, a moment for me. Yeah. You know? I was like, I, yeah, I took a I'm big appreciating inhale, this exhale, black yo. man booty. Yeah. Thank you for the black man booty. Thank you for the black man booty. Yes. Um, I hope to see Loving more it. of that. Me too. I hope to see. Because I feel like I got desensitized to fucking looking at, what's his name's butt from Power? Uh, power? And, see, that's the thing too, is that I feel like I was seeing too much of the woman and not the man. Mm-hmm. And on, on Issa, all I'm seeing is man booty. Yeah, but it was just that one scene though. No, yeah. it was two. We seen two man booties. Who else's man butt did we see? When they got in the shower. Oh, right, 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 And I right, was like, right. I didn't have to see that man booty, but they yeah. made sure I got to see man booty. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, they making sure I get to I'm see I'm going to go back man. and watch them both again. <laughs> back to back. When, I, when he took his pants off, I was like, oh, black man booty. Like, that was good, yo. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Issa, for that black man booty. Yeah. Good looking out. Yes. Good looking no out. No tan lines. So, Pinky's up to that shit. Yes. Libations to that shit. And then we didn't mention we went to... um. Uh, Jamila Lemieux had um, the Ilcor party, hashtag Ilcor party or whatever that we went to last week, um, celebrating 20 years of Foxy Brown and Little Kim's. What was it, their debut albums? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking know. It was a I good had time. Fun. It was a blast. It was great. I loved it. It was good to be. It was good to be in a room where I didn't have to wait so far and few in between to hear like women MCs, yes. you know, like fucking rapping, rapping. like women rapping. Yes. Like we were in a room with listening to women and in a room with a bunch of women like lip syncing and fucking like rapping, rapping. those lyrics that they knew. Yes. Fucking rapping, yo. Yes. I hate great. that. I hate when I'm at parties and I don't hear women. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. Right. So that was cool. I like that a lot. Um, 
I did feel like, I did feel like there was a moment, like, cause I was enjoying, I was like, look at all of these women here and everybody who's like enjoying fucking hip hop, yo. And we're all, but we're all here enjoying this shit. And then, and then I feel like, yes, at a certain point, uh-huh. uh, whatever DJ was on at that time mm-hmm. started playing things that they thought that women, women would, would like, like that they, that they thought a certain type of feminine woman would like. Yep. It was like the B sides. There was what Plus did you the say? the fucking ball. City High came on. At no point. Nobody at no point. Remember to City High. Should, and does that, City High doesn't come on, and you're like, oh, never. It was weird. It was weird. It was beyond. It was um Destiny's Child, like like be deep cuts, things that nobody wanted to hear. It was really up. weird. It was like your stereotypical like women girl anthems. Yep. If if your little brother was making them back when he was like was was, 11. This is mad B list shit. Like, it was I'm surprised weird. I didn't play 702. Like, it was weird. Shit, you just don't. It jam was to. really. No one be like, turn on that 702. It was really, really weird. I felt like something was happening to me. I felt like I was being stereotyped yeah, in some way. We sat down and we kind of. Yeah, I was like, why is this happening? Like, this we were all on? just screaming and rapping. There were, there's actually other hip hop that would have fit better into or, that. Other songs from the same artist. You're playing like B list right. Faith song. It was really Faith weird. Faith got shit. Why are we hearing? I don't. I didn't get it. B gets no love. This is not a song that we. I, I didn't was get it. With but like that. that whole collection of like whack shit that was played for that little sector of time. <sighs> it was all to me the collect the way that the story the collection told was that this is what I think effeminate like feminine fem women. Want to hear? It was just fucking weird. It was like we're here at this fucking hip hop party. Like, what the fuck is happening? We were all just screaming. Yes. We was just all Ugh. screaming how we used to be scared of. The yes, and now we throw lips to the shit. shit. All of what us. What the fuck? In unison. And then you're gonna play City High. Like, this is what is wrong. <laughs> like, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that was fucking odd. But outside of outside of those weird outside of that moments, extended bathroom yeah. break, because that was bathroom time. I went a few times actually, um, but outside of that, the DJs were good. The party was great. I thought it was a brilliant idea. The music was good. I wasn't in love with the DJs. All right. Their transitions. All right. We're back. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, you know, tell your truth, speak your truth. I need girl. a good transition. Speak your truth. Um, hopefully, I would love it if she threw this party they every year. Oh. I would love it if she threw this party every year. Um, I enjoyed that shit, yo. So, um, there's that, yo. Yes. So our last episode, um, was full of lots of information, mm-hmm. and we try our best not to have y'all there for more than two hours. Right. So we um, you know, we save some of it for this the spot, mm-hmm. and um, you're gonna hear that now. We- That's right. This is our spot of tea episode. Cool. So we um ended up discussing last week. We talked about the uh, Dakota Access Pipeline, which we hadn't discussed before. So we kind of wanted to get into that a little bit, and then we revisited or we got an update from the letter that we had read yeah. on that other episode. Um where we were talking about uh, white women being used as tools in white supremacy. Yes. Um, yeah, so that shit and more. And then I think we talk a little bit about gentrification. Yep. 
at the end. So get into all that shit, yo. Did you want to talk about the um, Dakota Access Pipeline? Oh, I thought you had more info on that than me. Uh, Sure, 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 sure. Um, So this shit has been going on in North Dakota. The Standing Rock Sioux tribe it is. Mm -hmm. Um, The uh, Native American... Yeah, tribe Standing Rock Sioux and what? Standing Rock Sioux is like a is this is like a holy place or like a um... no that's the that's the tribe okay and I believe yeah that's this, this that's that particular tribe, tribe in that area right okay um so they're a tribe of about ten thousand in North Dakota um and this uh access pipeline basically is supposed to be twelve and and we know that this shit has been going on or whatever yes. for a long time but we haven't touched on it I honestly almost didn't touch on it today because i was like do i have a fucking what the fuck are we what do we what should we, we be doing about this shit yeah, yo? Yeah. like what the fuck yo we're not there what should we, but there are things you can do there's a petition and you can donate money and shit like that to help support people who are out there like on the ground and shit yes. also president obama's not doing shit but we'll get to that um That's so anyway y'all friend <laughs> so uh yeah the north dakota access pipeline it's uh supposed to be a four state long pipeline twelve thousand miles to transport oil from north dakota to illinois mm-hmm. um and basically this is oil that has been discovered through fracking mm-hmm. uh which is also mad questionable and yeah, highly suspect it, or whatever it, fracking is a is it illegal? It's not illegal. That's the problem. Okay. Is that it should be a lot of environmentalists and other yeah, people say that who okay. want this earth to exist. Because uh, we like living we, here. Right. And we want our kids and grandkids and shit to, you know, be able to survive here. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be bad for the environment. Yeah. You're shaking up those Fracking oils. Is, right. Yeah. And then the, the idea is that a lot of these oils, once they are, um, like, they're not supposed to, that shit belongs in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit belongs in there. We shouldn't be drilling. We shouldn't be using that for energy it's or whatever. Because there's so many ways to get energy. Right. There's so many fucking ways. Right, and right, why right. are they still doing that? Yeah. So there's that shit. Um, so the pipeline travels under the Missouri River, and that is where the Standing Rock Sioux um, get their water. So oh, that's shit. what the real issue is. And then another issue, sorry. But who on. cares about people of color's water? Exactly. Like, the who other cares issue, about that? Yep. The other issue besides the water is that it also um, goes through a Native American burial ground. Okay. And, and so that's, that's also fucking whack. Right. Yes. Um, so the builders of the pipeline say that it's safe. They, you know, whatever they're building is safe. They tested it. It's not going to be so it won't trouble the water. But I need them to not to keep. I need them to stop asking indigenous people to trust them. Like, exactly. Like, not to, fuck, fuck. Actually, like, like, stop asking you all to trust. Stop yeah. asking them to trust what the fuck y'all say. They have a history of mm-hmm. you fucking them over. Like, right. Nah. So, aside from even the natural, like you're we're typically fucked over thing. <laughs> yeah. There's actually since 2010 there have been 3,300 leaks and ruptures in gas pipes and shit like that. And any the smallest spill could damage the fucking water supply. Yeah. Like so it doesn't. Yeah. It's it's it might uh, not happen, so but on, that shit could happen. They're on their white boy, but did they die? But did they die though? Shit. Right. Yeah. Okay. No. They need to have access to the to the fucking water we can't risk some shit happening the other thing is that the federal permits for this were passed 
without uh, the tribe is saying without their proper like you're supposed to run it past some them. protocol you yeah, gotta do shit, and right and this was rushed this was rushed through oh god um so back in september president i'm stressed Obama, out i'm sorry it, right this is why i was like it's you know I, we don't like to shy away from stuff yeah. but it's like i don't want to bring up this shit and then at the end of it we don't have any fucking like actionables like what the fuck are we gonna do you i know, think I that um not everything has an actionable, but like uh, maybe someone who listens can create an action. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, I think right. that's why it's good for it to be said. Like, a lot of that footage wouldn't even be out if Democracy Now wasn't over there recording Absolutely. shit. Like, all of that shut their shit they're running on CNN right. and blah blah blah. That's right. because Amy and them was over there. Like, yeah. the fuck, look what they doing. Yep. Otherwise, like yep. that footage yep. would not even exist. So mm-hmm. they didn't have an actionable while right. they were there, but right. it still did something. Yep. So, so back- don't feel so defeated. Frank? No, I don't feel defeated. <laughs> it was just like I was feeling already a little black stressed out, uh-huh. and then I started to get all indigenous stressed out, and I was like, "This is just too much stress, yo." <laughs> I don't know. If we could do this in one episode. Um, so, uh, President Barack Obama back in September had put a stop to the pipeline, like a halt, like yeah, take a break, and then let's let's that. like take a and really research. Then this he remembered shit. that he's gonna be out of here soon, so let them. Let those, let those other presidents. I don't fucking know. Let those other presidents right. take care. So then the, the a federal court came in and was like, "Nah, you can't do this or whatever." Right? Which are which he can do it. I mean, they whatever whatever the fuck happened, they were able to come in and stop it. But the jig is that because this is something that travels through several states, the federal government does have authority over this. Yeah. So they can halt like the permit. They can be like, yeah. "Nah, let's like stop this shit or whatever." Um, yeah, so they haven't stopped this shit. President Obama hasn't stopped this shit. There have been people uh, who are being attacked by law enforcement for protesting. Like people being like, bitten by dogs. Right, so and, nonviolent um, protests being responded to with uh, violence. Um, and uh, the shit is fucked up. Yo, there's a petition. We'll put that shit in the notes. You can donate money. You can, if you don't have shit to do, you can donate your time and go out there if you feel like it. Did you hear about the buffalo herd that just happened to be like? Tell us about the buffalo, around? which I actually thought they were completely extinct, but they're actually nearly extinct. They're nearly extinct, right? Like not right, right. extinct. So, but they showed up at the yeah, site I thought that was where they're really doing cool. shit on some like. And they are uh, protectors of water. I think that's like their yeah, thing. that's they're their thing. Yeah. The water so you know, I think nature came through. You know, right. like it's it's. I cried. <sighs> I watched that shit and I did. I fucking was like, this is too much. I didn't cry. You don't be crying though. But um, some I cried in the shower yesterday. Actually, good. I was listening to Cranes in the Sky. And I, was like, oh, <laughs> I tried to watch it away. I don't know. I just started crying. Right. But I guess I was due for a cry. I yeah, don't know. Sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's shout out to the Buffalo just because they just need shout outs and pinkies and yeah. libations and shit. Mm-hmm. But. I have my issues with people who fuck with the environment is that um, I just hate that. And it's it seems to be this European thing where they just don't respect the laws of nature mm-hmm. and want to fuck with it and alter it and like do all of this shit. Like everyone, like I feel like it's supremacy at all costs. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like I feel like every other place in the world, like. Even with all our fuck shit, because no place in the world was perfect. There was war, there was slavery, like, you know, all these mm-hmm. places. But they kind of was like, nature, you the boss, <laughs> I'm a chill. <laughs> like, 
And it just seems like this European thing to not do that and just fuck with it and feel like you actually own this planet. Like, Mm -hmm. this shit works for you. Like, they really think everything is their employee. Like, it just blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, and there's other ways to get energy, but you still want to fucking frack and get oil. Like, there's mad ways. We've we've, we've found many different ways Mm -hmm. to attain energy that is less harmful and you still want oil like i don't get it i don't get it it's annoying so like wind is everywhere sun is everywhere yeah hydro energy is everywhere you're fucking on water use the water to make like it's just annoying to me how much you are like just want to just rob everything 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 you want to just steal everything just take fucking anything like if the earth is creating oil, it might be for a reason. We don't fucking know because we don't know anything, but the earth is creating this for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. the fuck? They're yeah. annoying. I hate them. It's pretty annoying. It's just so annoying. Pretty annoying. Fuck them um, So, yeah, so that's that. If anybody wants to add anything to that uh, in terms of, like, information, if I fucked up anything, hit us with that info. Or if there's anything you think that we could be doing, let us know, whatever. Um, I'll, um, what? I wish that the native people ancestors would just hunt these motherfuckers like a motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. just like something. Like, some it happens. spiritual I mean, intervention it has to like, happen. These happen people, they because, don't listen. People like, don't listen, though. Bad things happen. Right. It's mad, unhappy, <laughs> rich motherfuckers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A rich You're absolutely right. Every three I guarantee seconds. you. You're absolutely right. A lot of them niggas' kids is in rehab. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot yeah, of right. suffering. Yeah. You're but right. they don't think about it in a spiritual way. Like, oh, the, the ancestors are They're coming, coming through. Yes. And they just think that their kids are fuck ups exactly that they didn't do good in life. Yep. Right. They don't realize that. Yeah, and then yeah. if you know success looks a certain way, then it doesn't matter that much, I guess, if you're happy or not. Uh, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> heavy, heavy. Let's get to something light. Okay. God damn. Well, this is actually not that. Ah, ski, ski, motherfucker. Ah, ski, ski. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's that much lighter. Let's see. I'm just saying, yin yang twins sometimes make you smile. True that, so, yo. Sweat drip down your balls. And True that. Oscar so, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, if you guys, have I needed been something. I needed something. Silly. If you guys listen to um the last few episodes or the last episode, we had uh, one of our white bulk fam listeners uh, respond to a question that Queen had about um. Go ahead and talk about your, what your was question was. I asking if white women understand or are even aware of how they're used as a tool to fuel white supremacy. And yes. Right. Yes. So we talked about that and you guys can revisit. Uh, last episode was episode 76 where we had someone actually respond and we read that letter and we talked about that a little bit. Um, and then I believe you asked the initial question Oh, what? sorry. Okay. You asked the initial question on episode 74, mm-hmm. and there's so all the context around that for anybody who wants yeah. to be further filled in and on TK that. And TK actually asks, um, she's like, hey, WWF, mm-hmm. white fam, mm-hmm. um, who, do you do, who do you speak about this amongst your peoples? Right. Do you speak about this amongst your 
racist ass grandmother mm-hmm. and you know whatever so she raised right. that question right to our listeners so that was like so that was the follow-up question um and so right so we talked about all that stuff when bad dominicana was here um and so that particular listener wrote back and responded um with some more insight into that because we were asking yo what the fuck so like what do you now that we know this stuff what are you doing um so here we go so i will read it she says tk asked if i talked about it to other white people and by and large that's the majority of who i talk to things about not just racism and misogynoir but other types of discrimination too I don't personally know any white people engaging with things the way I do, but I have a rep for knowing, but I have a rep for knowing about a lot of things and being very pro social justice. So friends will come to me and ask questions or I go into explainy mode. I try to introduce white people to a lot of words and concepts they might they might not otherwise hear, but it tends to be very 101 racism required. Um it tends to be very one-on-one, racism required a power differential kind of things. You might be shocked. You might be shocked how often I have to explain that very basic concept to otherwise intelligent people I love. I'm not surprised. Not at all. We're not surprised. But but <laughs> thank you for considering that. Yes. Um, She's surprised. Yes, right. You're surprised. We're not surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I also bring up race more than anyone I know. With white people, that tends to look like explicitly calling people white, which has a ton of interesting responses. White people are really not used to being called white. For example, I love calling y'all white. Y'all listen to this show. Yeah, we look for it. <laughs> For example, yesterday I taught a white coworker a bit about redlining and gentrification. So yay? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got a yay. Actually, you got a yay out of TK. <laughs> Wait, she had a yay question. One of my mark. favorite topics. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you do get a yay out of that. All right, cool. High five. Um, however, I don't always collect my people in the way I wish I did. In the wake of Michael Brown being murdered, and uh, just just a quick trigger warning. Um, We're talking about uh, police brutality and the Michael Brown murder. Um, Okay. In the wake of Michael Brown being murdered by police, I went to a wedding in the Midwest. On the final day, my racist uncle brought up Brown with the, quote, he stole things line of defense for shooting people, and I'd never heard that before. I know I stared at him blankly when he said it, and based on how quickly he changed the topic, he knew I didn't didn't agree with him, but I wished – I wish I'd had the presence of mind to ask when any crime was punished by murder, much less petty larceny that he didn't even do. This experience also made me aware that I had more work to do because there was a whole, quote, criminals are different rabbit hole my brain went down, which was completely racist and that I'm still unpacking. Ugh. All, oh, is that, that's nice. <gasps> that is that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm a work in progress. I tend to talk a lot, so I'll stop here. It was wonderful hearing from all four of you, and I wish you all the best. Sincerely, Anonymous. And she revealed her name. She was comfortable with that, but we wanted to make sure that we kept it anonymous because we know that uh, we want to speak freely, and we don't want to judge anybody or have people publicly shaming people for sharing with us. Yeah. Um. So we definitely appreciate you opening up and yeah. sharing this stuff with us, yo. TK Damn. is here. What are you thinking? I'm think I'm unpacking. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm unpacking. Okay. I see what she's doing. Like her. Okay. And her the necessity of her existence. Right. Mm-hmm. And people like her, right? Yeah. Um, so 
appreciate you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, in general, definitely, like, we out here, we talking to you, but in the real world, I wouldn't give you a cookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, this is the work that you're supposed to be yep, doing. Yep, right, yep, right, yep. right. I was waiting for the butt. I was like, what? Right, right. So I just want to say that. Mm-hmm. In the real world, this just that's just your work, right? right? Yes. Um, and this is what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I, if, to me, I'm, I'm, it sucks that you it sucks that you um have to explain racism 101 to grown adult people okay um like that i'm talking to um woke white fam now mm-hmm. and uh I, I wish you didn't i wish you were at least at the 201 level you know what i'm saying like i wish yeah. these people had some presence of mind and it just is upsetting because mm-hmm. that means there's so much of the world that is like they really don't give a fuck they at really, all. really really at really all. really really Really, really don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And when people are like, oh, y'all is sensitive or y'all are, why y'all act like that? It's because y'all don't really give a fuck. Right. Like there's one white lady, wherever she's from, mm-hmm. that has to fucking do racism one-on-one classes yeah. with these motherfuckers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you might be your moms, and but that's a motherfucker to me. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, <laughs> you know, like, but damn, just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like in my mind, I'm picturing what's happening, right? So yeah. they're like, you know, hey, oh, woke white fam, I just had this interaction, and I need you to let me know if I like the, the, is yeah. was I being racist? Mm-hmm. And that's like one on one shit, yeah. right? That's not like, can we talk about this institutionalized shit? Exactly. Like, how did that redlining conversation come up? I bet it was like through mad hoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, and she brought up redlining. Right. And she brought up gentrification, and they probably they probably opened it with something mad, simple, and yeah. small. seemingly innocuous. Yes. Right. And then they were like, "Oh boy, here go woke white fans." Oh shit. Right. You know. Well, you know what? Just keep on doing what you're doing, but fuck yo. If your uncle comes out with that bullshit again, you got to take him to the streets, yo. I'm sorry. I can't. Because it's time to step that shit up to 201 level. Yeah, yeah. at least. At least. Mm-hmm. That's that's the time. When th- those shit, those moments happen, mm-hmm. it's time. Let's go. Finish. One-on-one is over. Mm-hmm. It's time to just drop like mad knowledge. Go in. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. I'm not into this baby stuff shit no more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I've I never, I'm I've never know. been. I'm exhausted. I've it's, never been. I'm exhausted right, for her. Right, right, right. I, I don't know that. when it comes to. I don't. I don't know. I'm personally am fucking done with the one on one shit. Um, but I when I'm hearing from white folks and people who I feel like should be doing that work with their people or whatever, I don't know that I am so quick to say, okay, you need to push past the one on one stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you're the motherfucker. You do that one-on-one shit with your people so that by the time they get to me, we can hit the two. Not and, and not that I'm willingly going to be educating oh, motherfuckers. I was about to say, I ain't doing nobody. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm a black woman. I'm right, right. But when I open my <laughs> mouth, when I open my mouth and I respond to your fuck shit, we're going to be at 205. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be at 30 fucking yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So you do that, do that base work. Yeah. And like, she needs to see that motherfucker at Thanksgiving or whatever the next wedding is. And I'm not saying to... I'm not saying preserve that relationship at all costs. I don't give a fuck or whatever. Talk about racism and shit like that. Um, But I understand the inclination 
to not alienate yourself. She's made yeah. herself what what we would call when I was trying to be a teacher for an ex- for a while. She's a readily available adult, yeah. right? So she's yeah. a readily available person that I can go to as a white person and I can say, "Hey, I've been feeling mad racisty, but it doesn't feel <laughs> like it should be racisty, but maybe it is. I don't know. What do you think?" She's made herself yeah. available. She's made herself a point of contact and education and there are no cookies for that. That's what you should be doing. Right. Um, but I also don't know that we should be pushing her to you know set the wedding on fire yeah you know i think I'm, I'm frustrated i get your anger coming to her right 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 and then right. i'm frustrated that she has so many right coming to her when it's i hate that i i've said this like 20 times when it's 2016 right and we should be past that nope. and whatever there's and no don't, such don't, thing don't. as that right shit, yo. and i'm just exhausted it's because so, these um, if motherfuckers it, raise you know. other motherfuckers right. that's what it is and it's like and i hate when people use the excuse that people are older because i my mom is in her 60s my mm-hmm. mom is older my mm-hmm. mom has lived my mom has lived through some shit and my mom is still able to understand when i say when when i'm in the house and my mom is like oh that's a transvestite and i'm like no mom oh, mom and i'm like mom that's that word is derogatory now mm-hmm. you don't you know whatever so she's like so what do i say and i say trans and she's like oh okay mm-hmm. now i know now i know not to go and offend someone right. my mom at 63 can't take that in and do that it's because mm-hmm. she wants to do that mm-hmm. you know and it's like so i don't usually hand out that oh they're old nope. excuse no because but if you thing... want to like change or mm-hmm. care about people and right. all of that shit you're gonna do the resistance it. is rooted in feeling like you're gonna lose your place yes. so they feel like they're gonna lose yes. their place like your mom my mom like if we correct them about some shit they don't. They don't feel like oh, trans uh, gender people, people are coming to steal and their, we're talking their about, femininity and we're talking and about black women, exactly. right? Exactly. We're about so black women. they're like, exactly. okay, I'll just. And I am talking about a person who has been marginalized. So, mm-hmm. and my like for me, that's my that's my stance. I'm too oppressed to be oppressing other motherfuckers. So Word. that's probably the space in which my mom is like, right. oh, okay, that's derogatory. Yeah. I will not say that. Thank you for teaching me that. They are trans. Right. You know, like, but when we start talking about challenging, sometimes challenging the black men in our lives or challenging uh, any non-black yeah, folks yeah, the, or white people folks who are or whatever. Thre- yeah, right. Those are, I argued space. with my uncle, debated fucking misogynoir and fucking like rape culture and all kind of shit on Facebook for fucking like, I, I, I marked it at eight hours on Facebook and then that shit continued for another half a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, and I even engaged, I engaged because uh he's maybe maybe he's 50 now i don't know but he's not that old you know what i'm saying he has a certain capacity for understanding and shit like that or whatever he's an otherwise reasonable person Mm -hmm. um but still the resistance that like he uses the term intersectionality the way conservative white folks use the term affirmative action you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's that feeling of this is something i don't understand but it's coming from my spot yeah. And it makes me uncomfortable. It's icky. Yeah. it's icky. It makes me uncomfortable. So he uses it as some sort of tool or weapon. Or he's like, yeah, I know why this shit sucks because intersectionality is like, no. Mm-hmm. like So this is something that it would be, if I were somebody who, uh, I don't know, if I was somebody else, maybe I would say that, you know what, that motherfucker is old. I don't have time for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I but, guess. But then it's like, because you're talking about a black man and we had an episode where we where I mentioned how black men don't understand that they have an intersection. Right. That they are, they do have this man 
black man mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they think blackness is just one thing. Right. Blackness is just man. Like right. being a black man is just just one standard thing of it's black. Just what being a black person is. Yes, is that's being a what black that man. is. Right, so right, it's right. just interest. Like it's easier for us to take an intersectionality because mm-hmm. we live that. Like it's apparent. They live it too, but it's more apparent. Like mm-hmm. it's said more mm-hmm. that you're black. And you're a woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, these yeah, things that right. men don't have to think about. There are, your interaction with the world is different from mine because you're a black man. That means right. your race. I mean, that means your gender. That intersection makes your experience a little different mm-hmm. from mine. But they don't right. digest it that way. Right. So that's f- intersection. Mm-hmm. What is that? Because they're never, they never have to think about that. Right. No one has ever says to them that you're... Um, interaction with the world mm-hmm. is what it is because you are right. black and you are a man right. or like right or if, if we talk about just to bring it back to my dad black police officers that's the intersection yes, right that's there an to intersection. talk about your experience as being black being male being able you're not just a police officer you're a black police officer. that's its own experience yes. it's all these little things um that for right for men and that's obviously because patriarchy is mm-hmm. just blanketed into the right. one thing. Because why would you think? Why would you think further of yourself? Why would you um, compartmentalize yourself? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're just your man, and that's right. just it. Right. <laughs> you know, like and men aren't generally taught to mm-hmm. do that of mm-hmm. themselves or think about what kind of man they are or right. how them being a man affects their interaction with the world. They're not because they're a man, so they are higher or upper in the um i don't want to say totem pole because that's racist mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know right. what i'm saying ladder. so they're ladder. not the ladder thank you so they don't even have to think about these things that we have to think about because we're a woman right. you know it's just it's just fucking annoying right 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 it's annoying take a quick minute a quick break uh to remind you guys we want your dough we want your guac we want your money cash rules everything around me cream cream get your money dollar dollar bills y'all into our paypal account um so as always you can go to teawithqueenandj.com and go to our donate tab and donate money to the show um donate whatever you like you can donate a dollar you can donate a thousand dollars yeah there is like a accessory for right, me. Right, right. Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But buying hair is fun. I bought that wig from Patricia Field, oh, wow. mad years ago, for mad money. Oh, it cost that much because you got it from Patricia Field. That was upmarked. I'm sure. I'm sure it was upmarked, but it was still. It's still like a really good quality wig, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure it is. It lasts this long. Yes. But I'm saying $200 that time ago, you probably could have got that somewhere else for for $80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes, that is. (laughs) Yeah, definitely $80. That sounds about right. At that time. Yeah, yes. At that time. So. But you were young and you didn't have rent. And you could do that. I was young. I didn't have rent. That was back in the day when the village was popping. Yeah, what the fuck is that place? Patricia Field was, was it. What well, it's a fucking barren wasteland. It's any town USA. New York is now. You could be in any fucking city. All it is is just it's more people. It's more shit, and shit is open later, yo. The Seven spice, the flavor, 
it's not what it used to be, yo. You could be anywhere. It is if you go to s- certain places. Where? Um, to me, any any hood is still alive. Any hood is still like you get no, the New York true. things. Yeah, right, like there's right, still right. places where it's like, oh, New York it smells like old orange pills. Yes, like mm-hmm. you know? yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. no, that's true. Yeah, that's like, true. That's true. Yeah. I just be so in pain over the whole thing that it's hard for me sometimes. How do you feel about this um, Barnes and Nobles closing and um, them putting the sacks in the Bronx? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, yeah, they're saying this is the no, only. I, they're saying this is the only bookstore left in the Bronx, which I actually don't believe. I just can't believe that. I know that they're building the sacks. I did not know they were closing the Barnes. Yes, and Nobles they're closing the Barnes and Nobles, and then they're opening the sacks. That's really know. upsetting. Yes, that's what's happening. That's really upsetting. In the Bronx. I did not know they were closing the Barnes and Nobles. Yes, to do that, yo. clo- I was wondering when that we were having a Twitter exchange. Yeah. And he was like, "Yep." I was like, "What? Why does she not yeah. care? They closing I, Barnes and Nobles?" Hey, I was like, "Yo, more opportunity for the boosters to get this guac." I did not know that they were going to close the Barnes and Noble to do that, yes. yo. That's upsetting. That section That's of the Bronx happening. is already. I mean, it's it's expanding now, of course, but it's already been kind of like a wasteland, and so now to have a place where like you can walk there. I don't know what the high school situation is, but based on where I used to go to high school, you mm-hmm. could walk that walk to the bookstore or whatever. And like, also the elderly go to the bookstore and hang out in the bookstore. And everyone goes to the bookstore. Wow, that's everyone. upsetting. Yeah, that's really that's, upsetting. So used to like that's like used to go there after high after high school after school type of thing. I don't know. If it was there, because I remember I was then. kind of heartbroken when they closed Virgin Records that used to be on right. in Union Square. Right, right, right. Because right. my high school was near there, and mm-hmm. we would walk over there and listen to f- albums for mm-hmm. free, mm-hmm. and go in the book section and look at erotica because I really like erotica books. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I was into erotica photography, right. and I just thought I was being a perv. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, mm-hmm. this shit is actually artistic. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I didn't go there after school it. like that, but I could. Mm-hmm. I could. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, right, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But I, but I could, so kids could do that. And whenever I was in there, I would run into somebody. It was like a place. Like, you could... People, Fucking people go in there. Mm-hmm. People use that shit. I don't know. Yeah, they're closing the barns and all that. That is really unfortunate. Yep. That's really it's unfortunate. Because wow. in the Bronx, we don't read. To open a sax? Sax or fifth. So oh, it's not God. even, it's like the, 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 right. the, what you call it. I just don't like, it used to be a lot of spaces like for community. And I feel like a bookstore is one of those spaces. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers sit, motherfuckers it's, talk. It's just gonna now. It's just gonna be a place for them, since it's a sax office, a place where they harass kids now. Right. Cause you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they, they kids can't go and commune in sax right. office. It's, right. it's gonna be a problem for them to be there. Mm-hmm. Where versus Barnes and Nobles, where you can sit down on the floor and read a book, maybe, mm-hmm. and possibly like me, go look at the erotica. Of course. You know. Right. So right. <laughs> right. 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 But, like. What are these kids going to do? I'm sure teenagers still did that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This fucking sucks. Wow. Yeah. I, I thought you knew that. I was like, why I is know. she I didn't so know okay they were t- with this? I thought, again, I thought they were just building a sax and then the boosters would go and make their money. I don't know. My thing I is, didn't... the thing that annoys me, and this is always my thing with gentrification, um, a lot of it annoys me, but the thing that annoys me the most is the fact that because 
a new person comes in, you think an area now deserves a certain Worth. service. Right, right, right. I, that's my biggest Well, my motto is white thing. people need their stuff. White people need like, their stuff. White people need to have access. White people need things open. White people need to be able to get to and from work. White people need all the things that one would think that a citizen needs. Those nope. are things that are Only reserved white for people. white folks. And it's because of, I use this example all the time. I will use it every day. Mm -hmm. and it's just, I just hate the fact that I live in a neighborhood that is probably like one garbage can for every 10 blocks. Right. But if different people came there, then now we now we deserve garbage cans. Yeah. Something as simple as a fucking garbage can, right. I don't deserve mm -hmm. because of it's just like mm -hmm. yo, I don't even deserve a place to put my fucking trash. Right. Is what you're telling yeah. me. It's just it's like it's like stores in certain neighborhoods that don't have fitting rooms because they're in a certain neighborhood. Yeah, and so we don't have fitting rooms. Yes, it's like Starbucks. Where Starbucks all around the country, you can go to a Starbucks and use the bathroom, except for the one in Harlem, or except for the one yes. in the Bronx or whatever, because or, we don't have that here. Or even the fact that Starbucks, everyone buys Starbucks. Everyone comes to places, especially in a place like New York City, mm -hmm. where for most of us, when it comes to the workforce, we go, we leave our neighborhoods to go somewhere else. To work right. and there's starbucks there and the customer looks like every fucking body right. but starbucks says i will only be in this neighborhood if these type of people move here right. it's fucking ridiculous to me when your customer looks like every motherfucker in the world right. but you're only set up a store in this place because these other people it's just it just gets on my fucking right. nerves and then people like to use excuses like well who's going to spend this amount of money on a thing we spend that fucking money anyway mm -hmm. well there, there are two there are two in harlem that have been there and white people have been trying to take harlem back for a long time now but there are two in harlem that have been there for a really long time and when they first opened they had a bathroom and they had seating like everywhere else mm -hmm. but of course if you have a bathroom and you have seating the customer is going to reflect right but the people like just like how people yeah, stay yeah the customer is going to reflect anyway. the neighborhood right yes. and that's what they don't want is that people the people who were staying they looked like the people who were in the neighborhood yes. and that kind of customer was not okay. So you had in Harlem, you had the old men would be there, get coffee or whatever, and play chess or whatever. Just like white folks in every other neighborhood every other go in and they do shit anywhere. Anytime I go to Charlotte or whatever, you know you can see the white dude who's been in there all fucking day. Mm -hmm. He's talking to his old man. Some old guy walks in, hey Norm or whoever the fuck. They know each yeah. other because they're in there every fucking, fucking day. day. But that happens in Harlem and it's problematic. So because there we can't no, commune, right? There's also we can't no. A, like, you can't gather. Can't be more than two black of folks us. can't gather so there's also right so there's you can't use the bathroom and there's nowhere to fucking sit and you know the same uh and we know that the homeless person will go in and use the bathroom in a starbucks or whatever but they tolerate that shit in manhattan because white folks still need to be able to yeah, use, the use the bathroom white folks need to be able to sit down or whatever yep. so it's like okay well if a homeless person comes in that's just a part of the bag yes but it should be like that and i feel equal like humanity homeless should people should be able to fucking piss exactly. and shit Exactly. They should be able to piss and shit. Exactly. Like, period. Like, yeah. they're not trying to move in the bathroom. Right. They just want to piss right. and shit. Right. And maybe do some drugs. I don't know. But right. look, yeah. there are people who are not homeless who have done drugs in bathrooms. Mm -hmm. There may be people who are doing this podcast who have done drugs in bathrooms. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, what? Come mm -hmm. on. Like, get the. Get over. Yeah. Oh, this is just fucking annoying. Sorry. What head. the hell is that? That's cash rules, yo. It's on there. Oh, it's the part that's in my head. Okay, it's gonna well, be in my head for the rest of the night. Thank you guys for being here with us all this time. 
We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. You can listen yeah, to us where else? Stitcher, Google Play, Play TuneIn Tune app. app. And other various podcasting places. That's right. You can also find us at teawithqueenandj.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at teawithqj. And you can find us on Facebook and Tumblr. Um, just search T with Queen and Jay. There we are. You can follow us. That's there right. Also. And if you want to send us some shit, tell us some shit, ask us some shit, you can hit us at T with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. All right? Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks we'll see you next here. week. Black Lives Matter. We fucking Matter. love you. Black Lives Matter. Hopefully Say her name. To us on the way to a bunker. Word up. We're going to survive this shit, yo. We are. We're going to do this together. That's right. Yeah. You know something? We're not just going to go to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin. We are going to go to New York. We're going to go to Vermont. We're going to go to Oregon. We're going to go to Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania. We're going to Cancun for spring break. We're going to go to Montreal. We're going to Vancouver. I'm going all over the world. And then I'm coming all the way to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Good night.